The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Cover story. Cover a story or attain that coveted story. Get it? That is exactly what you want. Quoted as the expert, the story, headline, the spin. Every week, join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public. Your public. Craft your image. Promote your products. Create expert status. Become the buzz. Join us with the pros. PR 101. Crisis management. Media blitzing. It's all here on Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Hello, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babbitt of WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome to uh, this very special edition of Cover Story. I'm super excited to have with me today. Our featured guest is Deborah Radman, APR, fellow PRSA. Uh, she is the current president of the Public Relations Society of America's New York chapter, and she's also director of PR for Kramer Crisalt, Public Relations, also known as CKPR. Welcome, Deborah. Hi. Thank you, Brandy. So super exciting. PRSA is doing a lot of really exciting things this, uh, these days. Well, yeah, and I'm glad that you guys have, have been talking to our national president, Mike Cherenson. I mean, PRSA has been just a huge factor in my career and my life, and it's probably been the thing that has contributed the most to what has been my professional development and lifelong learning um, commitment uh, for the last 25 to 30 years. And it's been the place where I've also made the most wonderful friends you could ever, ever want to make. That You know what? That's a beautiful testimony to the PRSA. And I think important, too, because anytime you're in, you know, something we really try to encourage um, with this radio show is if you have an opportunity to, you know, grow with your peers, give back to a community that you benefit from. And if you enjoy what you do, then you will grow and prosper with the great things around you. Oh, totally agree with you on that. I think that's so important because, um, you know, that's what it's all about. It's about helping each other. And it's not so much what, what people can do for me, but, you know, what I can do for them. And I know that's always going to come back around. And networking in a professional organization like PRSA or in, the, you know, the special sections like the Counselor's Academy um, – just really give you that peer-to-peer um, connection that is going to help you learn, but also help you teach other people. Um, and networking right now in this environment mm-hmm. is so crucial. I mean, people really need to get out and just talk to one another, get out from behind the email and the telephone and put a face on it, um, which I think sometimes tends to go away um, because technology's enabled it to. Right, or, or boiled us down to communicating in 140 characters or less. Yeah, like, yes, exactly. You know, it's like that old television commercial where the CEO gets his group together in a circle and he talks about um, everybody going to see a client and um, one guy asks him, what are you doing, sir? And he says, I'm getting on an airplane and I'm going to see a client. Now, granted, it was an airplane advertisement, but I think it's classic in terms of talking about the problem today. Uh, Just 
people don't really connect with one another on a face-to-face basis, and I don't think you can have real meaningful relationships unless you do. And in business, that's, that's critical. Oh, agreed, agreed. You know, you touched on something, the Counselor's Academy from the PRSA. What is the Counselor's Academy, please? The Counselor's Academy is a special section of PRSA. There are 12 or 13 special sections and, um, in the organization, and they're organized by what you do. So counselors, in this instance, is the section of the um, agency, senior agency people, owners, and operators um, throughout the United States. Um, and so that is really a very unique group. It's also the oldest section in PRSA, and it's a little bit, uh, probably a little bit of the, the more rebellious one, too. Okay, so what do you mean by rebellious? Well, I think it's all, you know, counselors are very fiercely independent entrepreneurs, and I think that uh, we've often <laughs> challenged, you know, PRSA uh, national in its thinking about membership support and services and relevance of membership, and um, I'll tell you, they they have been uh, wonderful in terms of embracing and listening and and uh, hearing us speak our minds, and, and I know that we can be very opinionated people um, as a professional body. But that's a good thing. So let me ask that's a question. That's a very good thing. Well, and it's important, too, that people have a platform in which to speak, because not everything we speak is going to be right, but you may also generate a conversation that leads yeah. to something that makes a difference. So, I mean, what are, what are some of the stuff that you, you, let's say you guys have been a little um, boisterous about? Well, I think, you know, it's always about professional development. You know, what what is it that, you know, we want to focus on and, and what do we want to learn from each other and having some autonomy to do the kind of programming around those objectives. Um, I think, though, that since I've been president of the PRSA New York chapter, what I've also seen happen between the sections and the chapters and our mothership is that the current leadership has given us a little bit more of a of a way to connect um, in terms of, of a vision, um, which really comes down to um, being more about what counselors, I think, um, argued for long and hard for years, and that is about the full development of the individual. So to you, talk. let's talk about, actually, you know what, let's do this. Let's take a quick break. Because we should probably pay some homage to our our, our mothership as well, <laughs> and then let let's talk about you know what personal development means to you and how you're you know how you're trying to deploy some of that um, with your president uh, presidentship for the New York chapter. Okay, all right, Great. sounds terrific. We'll be right back with Deborah Radman. Stick around. Cover story. We'll be back after this short break. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, MSN, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. 
Hey, affiliates, do you find it a challenge monetizing traffic from the UK, France, or India? You need offers that will appeal to all of your visitors, no matter where they come from. AdsMarket.com has met this challenge and has turned it into a science. AdsMarket.com gets results for publishers and advertisers with a winning formula. The combination of offers, worldwide traffic, and AdsMarket's up-close and personal media management is exactly the boost needed to monetize international audiences. AdsMarket.com. The science of performance. Do you consider yourself a super affiliate? Then listen up. One of the most trusted names in affiliate marketing since 2003, XY7.com, has now launched XY7Elite.com, a private invitation-only affiliate program run by super affiliates for super affiliates. Enjoy private tested offers, weekly deposits right to your bank account or XY7 debit card, XY7 VIP concierge service, limousine transportation to and from major industry events, and the status of being one of the elite publishers. XY7 Elite is not for everyone as you need to be accepted and maintain volume requirements. Think you've got what it takes to be elite? Go to www.xy7elite.com or call 702-216-4000. 702-216-4000. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host. Hello, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babin of WebmasterRadio.fm, and I'm joined with my featured guest today, which is Deborah Radman, APR, fellow PRSA. She's also the president of the PRSA, which is the Public Relations Society of America's uh, New York chapter and director of public relations for Kramer Crisalt Public Relations, also known as CKPR. Welcome back, Deborah. Thanks, Brandy. Good to be here. Yay. So prior to the break, we were talking about, I mean, really, your your passion truly seems to be around professional development, enrolling people to help each other, um, you know, grow the practice of public relations. It really is. But I think it's fundamentally based on, um, you know, four notions about learning that um, have resonated with me over the years. And, and in my mind, they are... Uh, almost maybe the four horsemen of learning that bring impact and energy to public relations education. Um, one or two of them might help guide somebody else who's listening to us today, who, uh, their thinking as well. But the first one is that learning is really a lifetime love. Um, I have met many people along the way in the public relations business and PRSA who truly, truly helped to teach me that um, you just – constantly need to be a compulsive learner and sponge up big ideas and small and put them together in your head and make good PR um, programs come out. Um, it doesn't hurt to be a little feisty in the process um, and be a very independent thinker. Um, and um, that that really is the, is the first one. The second is the notion that the best teachers in school and in life stretch your mind without mercy. And they don't, they don't try to level the playing fields for you. They intentionally tilt it against you and convince you that you can do great things and force you to do them over and over again until you get it right. You know, I was fortunate to have some teachers who did that for me in school as well as 
mentors in public relations who have literally, you know, uh, put the strong arm on me on me for some of this and and really really guided me down a pathway of learning that was going to maybe challenge me a little bit more beyond just the uh, PR is about writing press releases and get get me more into it's an examination of culture and psychology and and how people are affected um, by things around them and their behavior excellent okay and number three um, number three was that the contribution um, of a PR counselor will always be stronger if we think about it and act about it as if we're part of something bigger. We're not just, you know, in some um, of the bigger agencies today that where there is an integ- so-called integrated environment, um, we're not the PR girl in the back writing the press releases who you call out to... Uh, come and, and put that together at the last minute. Um, we are much more of an integral part of creating the thinking around a, stra- a communication strategy um, from the beginning. And I'm very fortunate to work in an agency that really truly does believe that because I have been, I've worked with other advertising agencies. I mean, Kramer Crassold is a 110 year old ad agency. Um, the public relations operation has been around for about 10 to 12 years. And um, I'm really, really fortunate to be in an organization that really believes in, in, in public relations as a function. Um, it, it, that's just um, unbelievable to experience. Which is terrific, especially something that has, you know, a heritage company for 110 years, mm-hmm. being able to dust themselves off, as you said. And I mean, have you seen the needle move a lot more towards PR being in an advertising, you know, more of a focused advertising arena? Well, yeah, I think so. Every single day we, we talk about it. In fact, I had a, a long meeting today with our new um, director of interactive um, account management, you know, and, and he does a lot of work around um, digital online presence for clients. And it, it really was about how PR in the online environment is really no different than, than what we've always done, which was really about building relationships with people and stakeholders and influencers who have the ability to make a difference um, to a company or a product or an issue. Um, it's really almost like we are the, the glue, the connective glue that re- flows within and around all of the other functions because it's embedded in everything. I mean, even advertising can be a tool of public relations. Um, and I think that that's, that's very, very important. Absolutely. Okay. And number four? Number four is, is really that um, people... Um, who come into your life uh, teach you that good teachers teach you what they know, but great ones teach you what others know. Um, I first caught on to this, actually, at a PRSA national conference in Detroit, oh, man, many years ago, 1985, I think it was. And um, the topic was about persuasion and... um, the presenter gave a speech about that. It lasted for about eight minutes. But in his speech, he didn't talk about his own views about persuasion. You know, instead, he 
comprised his entire keynote of anecdotal material from great moments of persuaders throughout history, ranging from, you know, Winston Churchill to Douglas MacArthur and from John Kennedy to John Locke. And I got to tell you, it was probably one of the most spine-tingling presentations um, I've ever sat through. And I know PRSA received dozens of requests for printed copies of that speech. Um, way before the internet, uh, <laughs> when you could just send a PDF. And right. I think this is important to the public re- relations business in terms of, you know, the presentations we like to make to clients and the way we counsel them. Um, I think we, PR people can credibly demonstrate that they know how to do their job by recounting how others have done theirs. We don't always have to have our own case studies um, to call upon, and I think sometimes we forget that and stay in the box of, well, if I don't have particular experience in that area at my agency, then I'm not necessarily informed about how to treat or approach a a solution for this problem. Um, Rather, I think we have a whole industry of case studies that have been very successful and that have taught a lot of different lessons about communicating and persuading that we can pick from. I mean, one of the things that has always intrigued me about some of the um, old guard in the public relations industry, the Harold Bursons and the John Hills and the Dick Truitts, is that they've always been willing to present um, information about success that was even done by other firms um, in, and, in and while they were talking in a competitive way. Um, and, and actually, you can, win, you can win business in the agency business that way. You just need to know that good teachers teach you about public relations, but great teachers teach you how to learn about PR. I mean, you know what? Well said, and I think also having the confidence that you can give other people credit but like you said, be able to learn from their achievements so that you can incorporate it into your own environment, which yeah. will hopefully result in your new client gaining tremendous extra lift. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, and I can't um, underscore the value of the mentors and the teachers who um, are out there in our world today um, and those who will, who are young professionals today who will probably be mentors and teachers tomorrow. Um, it's it's a great thing to be able to give back to someone and to help them think through a problem um, about this industry because I think PR does wrestle with its own identity and our position in the broad scheme of things um, as as media and technology and the internet has has pushed so much change in the way we communicate and. I think at a time when um, trusted management seems to be at an all-time low um, and when thoughtful and strategic communications counseling um, would appear to be one response to that dilemma, too few organizations are expanding or even maintaining their public relations spending to deal with this. I do think we've, we've seen a lot of articles talking about how PR is part of the marketing mix starting to capture a little bit bigger percentage of the overall spend, but it's still been a real tough year um, for this business and for, um, you know, those of us who have, have, you know, had those hard conversations with clients and with each other about how budget cuts have 
a, you know, a huge, huge, huge reality attached to them and that we don't know when it's going to come back or when it's going to perhaps start to improve. Um, I think probably it, it still comes down to our bosses and our clients don't understand what we can do. Um, and it's most likely because, you know, we ourselves in the industry have not presented you know, cogent plans and, and written in the language of business and shown the value of our work. Um, I think this is where PRSA is headed and what they're working mightily to do um, is to really get business there and to create greater business for the business of public relations. I think there's so much more to do, though. Um, and... Um, you know, we're gifted and, 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 and lucky to have organizations like PRSA, like counselors, like the Council of PR firms, like mm-hmm. um, the 4As, to really help define, to drive and mm-hmm. help us think. Absolutely. Let's do this, Deborah. Let's take um, our, our last commercial break, and uh, we will come right back with our featured guest, Deborah Radman. Stick around. Cover story. We'll be back after this short break. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit ConversionCritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.ConversionCritic.com. Does your website need a bailout? Looking for a conversion rate stimulus package? Do you need a website improvement to-do list? On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg, monitors your website 24-7, analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it so that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash on target. I'm Brian Eisenberg and I approve this message. RevenueWire.com and its member merchant, LavaSoft, makers of the world-renowned Adaware, present the LavaSoft Affiliate Contest. The LavaSoft Affiliate Contest goes from May 15th through August 15th. Make great commission and win up to $64,000 in cash prizes. Look for all the details on the LavaSoft Affiliate Contest by logging on to RevenueWire.com and look for the LavaSoft logo on the homepage. Win big with LavaSoft and RevenueWire.com. PRSA, Diversity Today, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the PRSA channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this very last segment of today's cover story. I'm joined again by our featured guest, Deborah Radman, who is the president of the PRSA's New York chapter, as well as director of public relations for Kramer Crystal Public Relations. Welcome back, Deborah. Thanks, Brandy. Glad to be with you. Thank you. Same here. So we've touched on some really interesting points in, um, in this interview thus far. You know, the fact that 
you've done a wonderful job at giving back to a community you benefited from. Um, but in doing so, you've made some really wonderful friends and you've continued to cultivate and grow your career, which, you know, especially in today's world is really important to do. Um, you know, and, and discuss the four different touch points of enrolling people and helping you, you know, helping yourself grow from a personal development standpoint. Um, what I'm really interested in, you know, you're in such a unique position being the president of the New York chapter. You know, when you think of New York, you think of Madison Avenue, you think of, I mean, this is where um, many of the world's, you know, brightest minds in PR and advertising reside. Well, this is, you know, as far as, as the public relations and advertising industry, I mean, this is the birthplace of it. Um, this, the show on A&E, Mad Men, is, is um, definitely a portrayal of of how the industry really exploded back in the in the 50s, 60s and 70s. And, I love that show. Public really I love that show too. Yeah. Public relations, you know, it, it, it agencies were very much also like what you were seeing there, which is an ad agency environment, but it was it was all, you know, uh, about how you know, we could help brands and, and help clients, and it really, really, really uh, took off um, in in those days. Those were the great days of uh, golden age of, of the business, I think, where things were really pioneered. And being in New York has always been a huge, huge surprise to me, <laughs> because I'm from Denver, Colorado, and um, before that, Deadwood, South Dakota. So how you get to New York City is sort of an interesting path. Um, but I have to say that, you know, and, and I have to tell you that I never in my wildest dreams when I was growing up thought I would be doing public relations in New York City, let alone being president of a a major, mm-hmm. yeah, but you know, it's, it's always interesting. And we love, we love finding out the path that people took to get with them. You never, I mean, ask any dentist, did he think he was going to be a dentist when he was a kid? Right. I mean, you know, it's just, it's funny, the paths that we take. And it's very interesting. We actually just, uh, Webmaster Radio had its very first Dirt World, uh, conference. We rented out the Colorado Convention Center two weeks ago. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. which was a very fun, interesting experience unto itself. But, but let, let's focus because this is our last, um, our last segment here. You're in New York. You're president yep. of the, of, of the New York chapter for the PRSA. I mean, these are some of the brightest minds in the industry and you have an opportunity to, um, to tap into these minds. When you guys meet, you know, what are some of the things that people are doing to stay alive and differentiate themselves? Well, I think, you know the key is being as um, nimble and as informed about the bigger picture than ever before, um, and and all and that includes the new ways of communicating. I think a lot of us are expanding uh, into areas that are you know the social media based means of methods of communicating. I think also one of the things I'm hearing a lot about is is how much um, we're all getting into and expanding in, into the area of employee engagement for our clients and for our companies using social media um, mm-hmm. to get much closer to our employees just like um, marketers are trying to get much closer to the consumer. The game here in New York is definitely operated on and played at a higher level, at a faster pace. I I used to kind of think, oh, that's really not the case. And then 
when I first came here, I was terrified because I thought there's no way I'm going to be able to keep up <laughs> because the, the, the people and the, the, the level caliber of talent in New York City, um, in the agency world especially, in the, but also in the corporate communications world, is just um, incredible. And, I mean, there's just some, there are just really smart people everywhere, but there are really, really <laughs> right. smart people here. <laughs> right. No, I hear you. You know, it's interesting because you brought up the AMC show. Uh, for example, you brought up the AMC show Mad Men. Uh-huh. So they're actually using um, social social media in a very interesting way. They actually have, their ad agency actually created uh, Twitter accounts for all of the characters. Yes, yes. And they're utilizing that as a way to create connectivity in between their seasons. Yeah, and I think that's a great idea. I think um, 24 had started to do that too. But, you know, whenever you can have a meaningful experience with something or someone in a way that is different than than you've had in the past, it brings you in your own mind much closer to um, the product or the service, or in this case, the television show. Mm-hmm. I mean, those people who are those actors, you know, actually don't have <laughs> a real identity outside of their friends and family that we in the larger body of people know about um, necessarily, unless we're huge um, fans of individuals and, and pursue information there. I think, you know, Twitter has all of a sudden become a way, though, to get to, to be able to know them better, not only to, you know, interact with their character, but also maybe start to learn some things about them as individuals. Well, and I think it sort of leads back to a point that you had made at the beginning of the interview, which is creating that conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, creating transparency, although with them it's different because it's actually an ad agency who's having the conversation versus um, the actors themselves. But but they stay in character, which is sort of interesting. Um, but but it's creating that, two, that two-way conversation in real time that helps companies you know, refine and, and define themselves and understand, like, how the public perceives them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, and it's not only um, that direction from the company um, going to the, um, the consumer, as you say. Um, it's really, really about learning by listening and using some of these new tools as a platform to foster, you know, advocacy for a cause or a product mm-hmm. or stronger branding mm-hmm. and, and inspire, you know, inspiring loyalty um, is, is one of the, the most powerful things that's happening when these conversations are created. Well, because you can get people to, and it's a brilliant point, is you, you, if people are inspired and you can touch them, your consumers are your best evangelists, whether it's your internal consumers as employees or whether it's, you know, your various external publics. And, you know, there's so many different ways to enroll people in a positive and powerful way that's measurable. One of the, yeah, and, and, and measurement is, is, is still challenging, but it, it's, it's, it's something that a lot of progress has been made in the public relations industry um, toward getting better at. Um, but I think it, 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 what, what it comes all down to is we, you know, tell our, our clients over and over and over again, covering, covering your ears is not a viable strategy. You have to listen to what 
your stakeholders are saying and communicating and the, you know and then you can figure out only then you can mm-hmm. figure out what your playbook's going to be in terms of how you respond well and don't or be an ostrich whether you respond mm-hmm. at all yeah don't be an ostrich people will like you if you speak to them for the most part if you open up to them and you talk to them most people even if you do something wrong in today's world They'll tell you where you went wrong in their perception. And if you can speak to enough people in your market space, that'll help you create, you know, the path that you need to walk down for for yourself or for your clients. Deborah, oh, my goodness, we have run out of time. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's been delightful to talk to you today. Same here. Really wonderful. Thank you so much for your awesome contributions. We'd love to have you back again as a guest. Thank you. Be glad to. This is terrific. So for those of you uh, in the New York area, what a wonderful leader to have uh, as president of the Public Relations uh, New York Chapter, Deborah Radman. And for those of you that are obviously looking, potentially looking for a great agency, 110 years, people, uh, go on over to ckpr.biz. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babin with WebmasterRadio.fm for the Cover Story Radio Show.